Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Lewis Budko. News next at 10.30. Couldn't get enough Jim Fannin yesterday. Lucky for us, he's in for Tom McConnell and he starts now on News Talk 610 CKTB. This is the Jim Fannin Show on Niagara's News Talk 610. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text us at 610-10. I should have burned Berlin down, and now the drugs are slowly wearing off, and your smile looks more like a frown. Beautiful Victoria Day to you. I'm Jim Fan and filling in for TMC today. We're here till one o'clock, May nineteenth. Broadcasting live from the White House of Talk. It's ten oh six. Nine oh five six eight eight two five eight two. If you want to get in, we'll take open phones all day. Skeleton crew here today. I am your substitute teacher. Behave. A couple things to talk about today. We will go open phones, though. I just asked that if we have a guest that you keep the comments or questions to the guest, but you got a long rope today. Go where you want. We got a lot of things to talk about. 1030, we're going to have a conversation about the Niagara Collection Outlet and how it's got the potential to affect the economy, the local economy, and the other malls around it. We will go local. We'll talk about the race. (laughs) What race? Nothing's even happening yet, but nominations close Thursday at 11 o'clock. If you want to run for a party, you need to have your paperwork filed by then. I think it's 25 signatures to get on the ballot. Seriously? Cisco is in. He's been in for a while. Bradley comes in late. Gets his nomination papers done. Stevens comes in later. And the Green Party is still a question mark in St. Catharines. They're searching. And then you've got the X Factor. I call it that. The none of the above party. I'm not sure whether to love or hate this idea. I think it's a symptom of a broken electoral process. It used to be the Greens that were talking about electoral reform. It doesn't seem to be very high on their platform these days. The school board is. How you can save $1.6 billion a year by merging the four boards, actually, not just two, French, English, for both Catholic and public. So we'll get into that. I got pulled over the other day and got a warning. I think that's the first time. I, I how long have I been driving? Yeah, almost. Oh, jeepers. 30 years almost? I don't ever remember getting a free pass, ever. I remember when my buddy from high school came down and busted me for an open package when I was in high school still. 
He was already on the force. Ah, I got to do it, Jimmy. Sorry. I'm the rookie. <laughs> I am you. You are me. We are all one. Uh, this whole idea just came to me via Corey Cruz and Aaron Berger. They've been playing shows here. I don't know. Does that make them hippies? I checked out. I went to find out about the local campaign. Of, I'm not even saying it right, I'm sure. But I did stumble across a YouTube video. I'll get true to pull that up for you. We'll play that. It's about five minutes. It's pretty interesting. It's your feel-good part of this program, I guess. And then Mike Schreiner at noon will come in and talk about everything green. He's been excluded from all the leaders' debates. He's run a strong campaign in Guelph. I understand latest pollings have him in second. I'm not sure how far behind, but... The Green Party of Ontario takes a page out of EFM's book, Elizabeth freaking May, as I refer to her, where you put all the resources of the party into one riding to get the leader elected. Worked for Elizabeth May, not the first time, but eventually she got herself elected. And now the, G, the GPO, the Green Party of Ontario, is trying to do the same thing for Mike Schreiner and Guelph. Guelph is a strong, strong green riding in Ontario. So Mike Schreiner will come in at noon. Take your phone calls, too. Straight up, guy. I don't always see eye to eye with the party. We'll talk about some of that. It's not afraid to answer the question straight up. What's going to happen should you not be elected? I mean, does that mean your leadership is in doubt too? The party will be broke, no? <laughs> I don't have much money anyway already. So we'll talk to Mike Schreiner's strategy to get himself elected in Guelph. Some of the platform that the Green Party of Ontario has rolled out. How he's responding to being excluded he's not the only one a lot of local candidates candidates getting excluded as well i guess the argument is it's an editorial decision it's our debate we decide who comes on should we just set this into election law you know if you get two percent or five percent or whatever the threshold is you're on the debate miss the green party's contribution and we're going to talk about Contractors, renovations, and red tape, i.e. applications, development fees at the region, at the municipal level. We've got a couple of friends of mine that run establishments down here, one of which got uh, maybe four-fifths of the way done. Had another small expansion he wanted to complete the reno and said, forget it. I had such a nightmare with these guys. Then I'm not even going to bother. Would have expanded his tax base, his employment. Something I find frustrating about, say, Catherine's proper is the regulations and the hoops that we get. Our local businesses, mostly locally owned businesses, to jump through and hoops should be enabling these guys to do business. 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-CKTB, pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network in the easiest way. They're already coming in. Love the participation on the text. 
Text us at 61010. Patch Smolarik running the board today. I'm getting there. When we get back, red tape, renos, and contractors. Right here on 610 CKTV. Live from 128th Street in the Garden City, St. Catharines, this is the Jim Fannin Show on News Talk 610 CKTV. Call anytime, 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network or 61010. And now, Jim Fannin. Welcome back. I'm Jim Fannin. They are propeller heads. Love that tune, Taking California. Take California. I'm going to talk contractors, red tape, and renovations. You got any experience with this? A couple of my friends do. I just want to say thank you very much to the boys down at the mansion house. They've gone through their own renovation. Grand opening pretty soon, new patio, new bath. Oh, you'll be glad to know there's new bathrooms. Wow. Weren't the washrooms at the Mansion House legendary? So they got six or eight upstairs now on each side. Brand new, looking good. Was there the other night catching a show. And Stewie says, hey, the contractors are throwing us a party, and uh, it'd be great if you came by. Like awesome, thank you. And what a spread! Devin Design did the work, I guess, at the Mansion House. Ronnie Friesen uh, can do a renovation. You should see this house on Viking Drive. You know, Viking Drive's what two fifty three normally. He's turned this into a five hundred thousand dollar house. With wow! So good local contractor. Throws parties a couple times a year for his clients, customers. <laughs> the way you do it is how Ron Friesen did it. It's all free, beef ribs, pork ribs, chicken, like the stuff that was coming off the barbecue I've never tasted. Wow, <laughs> it was just amazing. So he throws a little party. The neighborhood's there, met a couple neighbors there. Brings a band in. Vinyl Flux. Rob Cave, Dennis CC, Joseph, Phil, and Max. I've seen a lot of cover bands. These guys are pros. I'm Pink Floyd, anything. War. <laughs> what a nice job. So thank you for that. The Mansion House would be here today. J-Town, I tried to get Stewie and his dad, Ferno, and... Peter and George, and they all say, yeah, it's a great idea, except when's Tom back? What? Do you, hello? I am the matchmaker. I put you guys together. When's Tom back? 
Oh, it's all good until you find out who the host is. Uh, you know what? Ask Tommy to ask us to come in. <laughs> Want to talk about the renovations and the process going through the development fees, the frustration. Even with City Hall. I mean, he put a steel structure up, and City Hall was saying he needed a dry sprinkler system. Uh, guys, no, we're putting up a steel structure with steel floor. There's no, Nothing's burnable. No, you still need a fire sprinkler system. What? Oh, no, sorry. Six weeks ago, we signed off on that. Didn't you get the message? Uh, no, we're halfway through installing one. Capolas. You know these guys? You want good Italian, authentic Italian food? Capolas, everyone knows it's the place to be. Did a nice renovation. Big, well, they've already got a banquet room, but they expanded their dining room. The place is rammed all the time. That's what consistent food and a good atmosphere does for you. They put a nice patio out on the back. They had another plan to do an addition off the front, another 800 square feet or something like that. But wait, you're not getting a liquor license for your patio until you sign the site plan agreement. And oh, that may cost you 150 to 250 large, including putting a waste treatment facility in the ground in the form of a septic tank. What? No, so they're holding it up. And a local business has done pretty well for themselves. Luigi... Jerry Coppola came up through the ranks, did their time, worked for Gus and Aim, down at the Chili Pepper and all around town, Lena's, Fresco's, opened their own shop a long while ago now. Remember when it was news? Jerry and Louie are opening a what? Now they're stuck with a patio they can't li- liquor license, although I understand they can cater to said patio. <laughs> And they had some more renovations that they wanted to do, increase the tax base, and they're stuck now. Unless they, they're holding the hammer over their head. Sign the site plan agreement, or you get nothing. And on a text, red tape equals government jobs. How simple is that? Who's more important, the business that pays taxes or the government interference that gets paid to shut them down? Well said. Speaking about red tape in City Hall, St. Catharines, whatever happened in the the new Walmart that was never built? Well, it's not getting built. Wasn't it regional fees? Didn't they want them to put a whole bunch of infrastructure in there and they just said, forget it, we're out? That's what I thought went down. And again, on a text, Jim, I know of a corporation that found out about the red tape in Niagara and chose Hamilton. They're going to employ 300 people. Regional councillors are to blame, and they have prevented hundreds of jobs being located in Niagara. Bob. Yeah, I thought you you thought I was going to say Andy P, didn't you? (laughs) Thank you, Bob. Winger. Ring the back door. Bring a breakfast sandwich. I'll come in, Jimmy. Peace, winger. Get in here. 905 
is your local number nine one eight seven seven six ten CKTB pound six ten on the Bell Mobility Network is always a free call six ten ten. Bottom of the hour, we're going to a little bit of feel good story. Yesterday blew my mind. If you catch the Jim Fannin show, if you missed it yesterday, get to the podcast. Six Ten's doing this cool thing where you can listen to the show after it's actually done. It's up on the website. The CAC himself, I didn't know this man before I met him on Thursday night. Seriously interesting dude and rap. And I heard a lot of feedback about yesterday's show. Mostly it was, I thought that was pre-recorded. No, he was shouting out to 610 Live right here, rapping like a monster. The Niagara Falls music scene's got a really cool thing going with guys like Aaron Berger, Corey Cruz, Nice Boys, and then the CAC himself. You could put in the category of Nice Boys, he's with that big head of red hair. He looks the part, he raps the part, he's a local guy, and I understand. On the, what do they call it, the Wall of Fame? Down at Niagara Square? Yeah, yeah. Cac, is that you? Yeah, man. What's up, brother? Uh, what's happening? I, I, I'm running the board here, I didn't look to see who was on, I saw someone, bro, yeah. thanks for coming in, that was really cool. Yeah, I just want to say thank you so much, man. That was, that was badass being there the other day, man. Hey, so I, I'm so honored that you actually chime in and listen to the show. Tell me, you're up on the the wall of what do they call it? Yeah, the wall of fame. There, I'm up there with a lot of uh, a lot of important people. Tell man. me who it's you graced cool. the wall with. Who's important? Uh, well, I don't know. James Cameron's up there. Uh, who? Rick Rose is up there. James Cameron. <laughs> yeah. yeah, come on now. <laughs> come on, he's probably the richest guy. Up King there. of the world. King of the world, king of the Titanic, king of the seas. Um, so yeah, I'm up to James Cameron. Uh, Dead Mouse just got inducted a couple of years ago. Yeah, uh, Rick Rose is up there. Ton of uh, ton of awesome people are up there for sure. Now I'm trying to stumble across this. Uh, tell me what it is. I am you, you and me. Who started this and what's it all about? You know anything about it? Uh, Aaron Berger and the Perpetual Peace Project kind of. Oh, that's it. it. The three P's. Yeah. Perpetual yeah, Peace no. Project. So. It sounds like straight up the Green Party hippie uh, lineup there. What, what's it all yeah, about? You know, but, can you speak to it at well, all? I don't. I can't speak too much about it. It's not really my story. But they uh, they're just kind of making everybody appreciate everybody. You know what I mean? Like, come one as you are. You know what I mean? Don't be fake. Be yourself. You know, be you kind of thing. You know what I mean? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, pretty solid group of people, man. They're all awesome people. And I include you in there. I include you in that group as well. The CAC himself, thanks for coming in, man. We're going to check in with you in a few months. We'll get you to come in here. Everyone thought you were pre-recorded the other day. I said, no, that kid was live. (laughs) That was too much fun in there, man. It was just too good. That's what it was. Thanks for shouting us out, and I expect a shout-out every time you see me in the audience, 610 CKTB. Absolutely, my brother. All right, brother. We'll talk soon. Okay. CAC himself. That was awesome. Quality of life campaign. What's good about Niagara? Do we have an identity crisis? The greatest places in the world to live. All we do is talk about what's wrong. Got some great things happening locally here, including the music scene. And what the heck is this? I am me, you are whatever. We are all one.
Corey Cruz, you're on the clock, man. I mean, you could probably speak to this. Aaron Berger. We got... Oh, our musical guest got held up at the border. Coming in from NYC. Daisy Blue. Had a gig in New York City. Got held up at the border. Bums me out, but... Maybe we'll get to her by phone. She's supposed to come in and play live. Something we haven't done on Tom's show before, but... Open phones all day. You can go wherever you want with it. 905-688-2582. I'm Jim Fannin for Tom McConnell right here on 610 CKTB. Live from 128th Street in the Garden City, St. Catharines, this is the Jim Fannin Show on News Talk 610 CKTV. Call anytime. 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network or 61010. And now, Jim Fannin. Welcome back. I'm Jim Fannin. Happy Victoria Day, May 19th, 1036, 610 on the AM dial. You can stream us online, catch our podcast, all the talents up there. You can even catch McConnell, Dennis, Fedoric, KJ. They're all up on the podcast now. You guys, Cisco's been screaming for this for a year and a half, he says. It's done, Maddie. It's all good. On the way out, we're talking a little bit. Of local talent, the CAC himself. If nothing else, I've got a few new listeners. People have discovered the radio through me discovering them in bars. Picking up some musical talent. The Perpetual Peace Project. Talked a little bit about it with Clark Bitter in the last by-election campaign. I know nothing about it. I haven't looked into it. But in trying to find something just before I went on the show today... I tripped across a really cool video. It's about five minutes long. YouTube. Not sure who it is. I'm going to roll that for you now, and then we'll take your calls. Open phones all day. Whatever you want to talk about. 905-688-2582. 1-877-610-CKTB. Pound 610 is a free call on Bell Mobility Network. And text us. I'm pretty good at reading the text. Here's the clip. The whole system that we live in drills into us that we're powerless, that we're weak, that our society is evil, that it's private, etc. and so forth. It's all a big fat lie. We are powerful, beautiful, extraordinary. There is no reason why we cannot understand who we truly are, where we are going. There is no reason why the average individual cannot be fully empowered. We are incredibly powerful beings. Now, I think I spent 30 years of my life, the first 30, trying to become something. I wanted to become good at things. I wanted to become good at tennis. I wanted to become good at school and grades and and everything I kind of viewed in that perspective. I'm not okay the way I am, but if I got good at things, I realized that I had the game wrong. The game was to find out what I already was. Find out what I already was.
culture, we've been trained for individual differences to stand out. So you look at each person, immediately it is brighter, dumber, older, younger, richer, poorer, and we make all these dimensional distinctions, put them in categories and treat them that way. And we get so that we only see others as separate from ourselves in the ways in which they're separate. And one of the dramatic characteristics of experience is being with another person and suddenly seeing the ways in which they are like you, not different from you. And experiencing the fact that that which is essence in you and which is essence in me is indeed one. The understanding that there is no other. It is all one. Richard Albert, I was just born as a human being, and then I learned this whole business of who I am and whether I'm good or bad or achieving or not, all that's learned along the way. sexual and religious chauvinism to rabid nationalist fervor are beginning not to work. A new consciousness is developing which sees the earth as a single organism and recognizes that an organism at war with itself is doomed. like a ride in an amusement park and when you go on it you think it's real because that's how powerful our minds are and the ride goes up and down and round and round it has thrills and chills and it's very brightly colored and it's very loud and it's fun for a while some have been on the ride for a long time and they begin to question is this real or is this just a ride and other people have remembered and they come back to us and they say hey don't worry don't be afraid ever because this is just a ride. And we kill those people. Shut him up! I've got a lot invested in this ride! Shut him up! Look at my furrows of worry. Look at my big bank account and my family. This has to be real. It's just a ride. But we'll kill those good guys and try and tell us that. You ever notice that? And let the demons run amok? But it doesn't matter. Because it's just a ride. And we can change it anytime we want. It's only a choice. No effort, no work, no job, no savings of money. Just a choice right now between fear and love. So that kind of hit me today. <laughs> you know, I, I listened to that while I was prepping for the show today. One of the studios here at 610. And I'm always present to the stories, right? I can see them in other people so clearly. Aaron Visitine, <laughs> the other day, from Niagara Music Awards. She got called on a bunch of her stories. Now, here's the deal. So we create a story in our head, 
and I call it a big fat BS lie. It's it's like it's just that story lie, something you believe about yourself. But then after you've created the story, you go around trying to find evidence for that story, and you do everywhere because you believe it, and so everything you see supports it. And then, like lawyers and salesmen, we go out and try and sell this lie to our friends to gain support for our story, to validate our feelings. <laughs> so you go around, and it's only your the best friends, your the people that know you best and have the courage to call you on your BS, that'll say, you know what, don't bring that BS around me. It's a lie. You are not what you say you are. It's something you fabricated in your head. Now you're living your life by it. And the power of identifying your BS lie stories. Powerful thing. Bunny, hold through the break for me. Talk to me about the Perpetual Peace Project. And this little movement in the falls. It's kind of being promoted by a couple of really nice boys. And Aaron Berger, Corey Cruz, a, a CD Ono Frio, CD Ono Frio, we got we got to get this kid in the booth to play for us too. All that and more right here on six ten CKTB. Live from twelve eight Street in the Garden City, St. Catharines. This is the Jim Fannin Show on News Talk six ten CKTV. Call anytime nine zero five six eight eight two five eight two. Toll free at one eight seven seven six ten CKTV. Pound six ten on the Bell Mobility Network or six ten ten. And now, Jim Fannin. All right. Burn blue on the street, loose and complete under sky, so smoky blue gray. I can't foresee. Fannin, live from Victoria, day celebrations right here at the White House. Open phones, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound, 610 is a free call on the Bell Mobility Network. Text, 61010. We love the text. It's quick. It's painless. (laughs) Semi-anonymous. Jim, you need a five-hour energy. Rome does it and pimps it, so why wouldn't you? You know what I need? I need someone to call and tell me how to get down off the caffeine buzz I had from three quarters of a cup of mochaccina, frappa, wina, whatever I just had out of that Cadillac coffee machine. We had once in a while I get tricked. It's been a long weekend. I only had three beer last night, but it's been I've been stretched out, a little thin, tired. I'm like, okay, I'm getting tricked by the by the Cadillac coffee machine, the Space Age coffee machine up here. In the kitchen at 610. So I take the bait. I go over to the dark side. And now I'm so jacked. I'm shaking. I'm sweaty. <laughs> How do I come down off the caffeine buzz? And now I get, you know, I'm just not right until I get a few coffee in me. Drug addicts. How do you consume this stuff and function? Seriously. What an evil drug. I don't go down the five energy road, five hour energy road. 
Thanks for helping the kids out. No problem. I guess you're talking about the local musical talent. New agey and very upbeat. Totally not like you. Giggles. Thank you, Giggles. Or is that you're giggling? Biking down to Yates Street with my drum machine. (laughs) The best three-note guitar ever at New Orleans. Water flush for the caffeine. I think the flush is going on already. Diuretic. Oh, my. Keep me running. Walter, one of the legends. Always appreciate your participation. I was going to say go on to tea, but I found out last year it has as much caffeine in it as uh, coffee. Oh, the tea dries me out more than coffee seems to. Oh, drink water, pal. Yeah. (laughs) I just wasn't feeling it today. I'm like, you know what? I can't, like, it can't hurt. And I forgot why I quit over 20 years ago. Hurt. Yeah, it doesn't help. I got two quick uh, comments, if I may, uh, yeah, Jim. Yeah, hit it. Well, the other day, I'd just like to put a PS on the uh, the Walkerton situation uh, that people blame Mike Harris totally for what happened. But seemingly, the Dalt McGinty Kathleen Wynne government cut its funding to the Walkerton Clean Water Center by $1 million annually, from $4 million down to three. So, the second point is, this little girl, Maddie, who needs a severe tax uh, drug to keep her alive. Now, the figure is 348000 a year. However, Glenn, her father, has benefited at work that pays 50% of her drug bill. The drug manufacturer, Vertex, picks up 30%. But that leaves the family $60,000 a year to keep their daughter alive. So the Liberals squandered several billions on the gas plants, Orange, Green Energy Act, and other boondoggles, but they can't find $60,000 for this little girl to keep her alive. And by the way, mentioned before, red tape. Do you know where that originated from, that word? Nowhere. Well, I read. uh, At the end of the war, the Union soldiers literally had to line up right outside the White House to get their pay literally had to line up to go right to the White House and pick up the pay, and somebody says, oh, we've got to cut this red tape. So I just thought I'd mention that. Glad to have you back. Have a nice day. I'm sorry you have to work today, but that's the way it goes. When you're earning $20,000 an hour, you can't do that. <laughs> God bless you. Thank you, Walter. Thanks. Your contribution to the show, Walter. I'm cutting my own mic instead of Walter. Well done, Walter. Yeah, I'm the big shot in the chair today. Filling in for Tom McConnell today, Lewis Butko. He's got a little bit of journalistic blood in him. <laughs> he hears I'm throwing out probably from the newsroom. Don't know anything about what it is. He's like, I got it right here. You are me. I am you. We are one. With all the, you know, the U and the R instead of the correct spelling. So you clicked on the project, and it's pretty cool how the story started. The initial members, Rob, Rod Standish, CD, Carl David, Onofrio, Aaron Berger, and Stephen Barnea. Wow. 25 strong membership. Niagara Drummers. Huh. Bunny was busy. She couldn't hold on the phone, so... Appreciate you getting in. 
905-688-2582. Are your digits? one eight seven seven six ten ckTB Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network. Text us. 61010. Coming up, 11 o'clock. We're going to talk to the GM of the Outlet Collection at Niagara, Brianne Stewart. Hearing a lot about this mall. I see that a lot of people are using it based on the parking lot anyway. So we're going to talk to them. I want to find out what the lease rate is for this establishment. Andy Petrowski. Jim, happy Queen Victoria Day. Who's Queen Victoria? Um, well, she was a monarch of Canada. I feel like I'm dragging Queen Vicky around behind me today. You know, Jim, if, if for whatever it's worth, whether you're a monarchist or you're not, uh, it does kind of uh, attach itself to Canada, and I think we all can agree at times we take this greatest country in the world for granted. When's Dominion Day? Uh, July 1st. It's the uh, new Canada Day. Oh, can we go back to a Dominion? Is it too late? <laughs> well, it, quite frankly, uh, I think we would do well to sever our ties and become, uh, uh, you know, an a, a independent a republic. On our own, why not? You know, we've grown up. So, hey, Jim, you're going to have, uh, I'm going to probably miss your talk, unfortunately, on government red tape, but I did text you that. And, and I'll say this, uh, right on Lee Sterry earlier when he made the statement, uh, local government, municipal, uh, uh, regional government, I mean, let's face it, behind every piece, inch of red tape is about five government employees whose jobs live and breathe off that red tape, Jim. And all I can say is, being only three and a half years as regional counselor, the number one thing I battle the most is what red tape does to stop, delay, or just shut down business. And it's unfortunate because politicians will lie to the people and say, we're open for business. As long as you're expanding government, you are not open for business, my friend. You are making it harder and harder for business to breathe, for business to operate. And like I said to those guys out at Marineland this weekend, Jim, were it not for business, we would not have a country because it's the business and the people they employ that pay the taxes that make... Now, Andy, I, I hear your argument. I always you know, appreciate you shining a big, bright spotlight on some of the things we don't know. But isn't right. the idea of bureaucrats creating more red tape so they can maintain their own salary and job kind of just make you a conspiracy theorist? No, no, well, Jim, it, no, it, 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 it's what the outcome of that, that is. When you put more and more people into planning offices and what I call, you know, the soft and mushy stuff, ultimately they have to defend why they're there. So you let mm. conservation authority officers and bylaw officers loose with, you can't park a trailer on a driveway that belongs to your home, you can't let your grass this long, you have to shovel your sidewalks, you can't put solar panels on your backyard because the people... You can't dig a well on your property for... <laughs> you know, come, Jim, you know what? Like, we've just gone out of control, but it all goes back to... It's, the, it's, the, it's not conspiracy theory. It is a movement towards the government's looking after us, I call it. It's not a safety net catching those temporarily who need help. It's a safety blanket catching us forever, and unfortunately, too many people fall for it. I'm all for Canada. I'm all for safety nets. I hate safety blankets. I can't wait until June 12th to tear the safety blanket with red to shred. Andy Petrowski, always a good call. appreciate your time. After this break, Brianne Stewart, she's the GM of the Outlet Collection at Niagara. 
Niagara's newest mall, and apparently not short of customers right now. I'm going to ask her how much the lease rate is. I hope she's got that up on her. The average lease rate's got to be through the roof on this thing. All that more on 610 CKTV when we get back. Live from 28th Street in the Garden City, St. Catharines, this is the Jim Fannin Show on News Talk 610 CKTV. Call anytime, 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network or 61010. And now, Jim Fannin. I'm Jim Fannin. I'm happy. Can you tell? Can you hear it in my voice? Patrick, do I look happy? I'm ecstatic. Trick question, right? Vicky's birthday, man. Queen Vic. Happiest day of the year for me. 905-688-2582. We go open phones for you today, but right now with me on the phone... Brianne Stewart is the GM of Niagara, the Outlet Collection at Niagara. Brianne, thanks for taking some time out of your holiday weekend to call us and tell us about your huge mall down there. No problem. Thank you for having me. What? Uh, give us some stats on this thing, square footage-wise. How big is this? Sure. Um, Outlet Collection at Niagara, which is open today, is 520,000 square feet. 520,000. Okay, that's pretty big. Can you give me an idea what your rents are out there? Like an average per square foot? Like, what are we talking? Our rents? That's Our rents are confidential information. But All right. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. What's the average in the business? Can you speak to that? What is the usual, what was your average mall, like the Penn Center or something like that get? Um, I Sorry, in terms of Penn Center, I can't really speak towards, towards their rents, um, towards what they're um, charging for rents at this point. Um I, I can just speak to kind of our opening weekend at the outlet collection here in Okay. Ag. And uh, how did that go for you guys? It looks like the the parking lot is rammed. Yes, we had a fantastic grand opening weekend. Uh, we opened to the public Thursday, May 15th. And just this, this past weekend, it's just um, the traffic and the response and then the response from the customers has just been fantastic. Now, how many jobs are you creating down there? Um, 1,500 uh, part, uh, full and part-time jobs. Full and part-time, and yes. I, I guess that is probably ongoing a little bit as everyone gets settled? Most definitely, yes. What happened to Brass Pro Shop? Uh, Bass Pro Shop there are currently building their location. Okay. So when you drive by the site, you can see the steel structure has been up, and they're going to be joining us in the fall. Now, can you speak to the, the taxes that a, a facility like that would pay to the municipal and regional um, assessment? In terms of Bass Pro, um, no, I can't speak to that. No, to the whole mall. I mean, that's going to be millions of dollars in tax assessment that's generated by the region and the city. Yes, definitely. Got any idea how much you guys are paying in taxes to us? Um, I can get back to you with a firm number. Oh, wow. I was hoping you'd have that for me. It's got to be astronomical. <laughs> and talk to us a little bit about how many stores you've got in there. How What's the average square footage of a, a unit in that building? Oh, I would say the 
average square footage is about 3,500. Wow. Um, yeah, you do have some smaller tenants. There's some, there's some tenants, you know, that have a 2,000 square foot store. Um, you know, so some of our majors go up to 28. Marshall's is a 28,000 square foot shopping center. Wow. Yeah. And how many different stores are there? Uh, we'll have 100, 102 retailers. 102. And what, do, what does this size of facility put rank you in in Canada or in North America? Do you have stats on that? Well, what it is, we're the largest open-air outlet shopping center in Canada. And, and when you say open-air, what's that referred to? Because there is a roof on the place, right? Um, no, actually, it's an, it's an open-air shopping center. So there oh. are some tents in the area, but, but it's, but it's open-air. It's an outdoor shopping center. So there technically is not, not a roof, per se. We do have some tent structures and definitely some coverings uh, within the building. Um, but the two totally enclosed areas are our guest service building and our, and our eatery. Okay. Who's the contractor on this job? Uh, PCL Contractors. PCL, and I understand you guys only broke ground just over a year ago. That's correct? Like yeah, this went up correct. fast. Even though we had a really rough winter, this thing sounds like it was done right on time. Yes, you know what? It, it, it definitely was. It was a, it was a lot of work. Uh, PCL Contractors and, and, I, and our construction team uh, did a fantastic job. Um, there was almost 100 days lost to, we- lost to weather. Wow. Um, so um, just really pulled together, and, um, you know, there was a lot of extra hours worked in order to get us to where we were today to be ready for grand opening day, and it was a success, so we couldn't have been more pleased. Brianne Stewart is my guest on the phone. She's the GM of the Outlet Collection at Niagara. Brianne, uh, how much does a facility like this cost to build? Do you have any idea? Uh, this project was about $178 million. $178 200, let's round it off, the $200 million project completed in 12 months through one of the nastiest winters we've had. That's got to, you got to feel like that's a huge accomplishment. Most definitely. And, it, and for, for all of the, the people who worked on that project, it's, it's just, it is a huge accomplishment for them. And they should be very proud and, and very happy. Now, what's your vacancy rate right now? Are you packed full? Is everything spoken um, for? Or are you right, still looking for tenants? Um, right now, we're about 85% leased. Okay. Um, so that, that's a comfortable um, place to be um, at opening. So um, there's definitely some, some more tenants and some more things coming soon that we have in play. Um, and also some, um, some other tenants that are taking up those spaces for the time being. What do you think the effect will be on the other major malls? Is this Historically, when you open a center like this, does it take business from the other malls? what i think like anything um you know the curiosity of the customer that they definitely um they do come and visit and um, i'm sure other centers um traffic levels may be affected um at the same time we we are an outlet concept right um so that is a little bit different um you know from directly from your penn center or some of your other existing shopping centers now, I guess that um, just fits with the vein of artery that you're, you're on with the QEW right there. Is the outlet concept designed to stop people from crossing the border? Is that the idea for the location? You know what? It's really kind of kind of our ideas and our target customers are, you know, definitely the people um, within the region, for sure. Um, also, our focus is that these 10 million visitors that visit the Niagara region on an annual basis, um, the people who are already coming here, um, that's our customer. Um, what we think is in terms of, you know, in terms of stopping people from going to the U.S., that, that's, that, you know, that's really a personal choice. And what we're just offering them is some options. We're offering them some of these great, um, fantastic U.S. brands that are now here in Canada as just being available on the side of the border. Now, do you have clients or customers or stores in your outlet facility that also have full retail shops in town? Um, there are some. There, there are a couple that could have a full price store, um, you know, within within your your neighboring shopping center. 
Now, why would anyone go, if you've got the Gap, and then you've got Gap Outlet, why would you go to the Gap somewhere else and pay full rocket when you can hit the outlet store? It just seems like it could pull business away from themselves, even. Yep. uh, Actually, a lot of them um, are two separate lines. Okay. So if you go to a a Gap store, a full-price Gap store, that's a different product than um, than the Gap store that you'll be um, when you visit us. So it's again, it's just offering anyone who's a you know a fan of that retail brand. It's offering them again more selection, choice, and option. How many stores would you say are new to Canada that come out in, uh, or maybe even new to us in the region that have come out in that outlet store? Um, there's a number of them. I mean, uh, Forever Twenty One is uh, you know is new to the market um, for sure. Um, we have the North Face. Which would which would be new to this market? There's a, there's a number of tenants that I think are new to the market, and then there's some that are also um, new to Canada in terms of an outlet concept. Thank you, Brienne. I really appreciate your time. Maybe we'll get you back in another time as we move down the road of development. There, I'm interested to find out that you still got some locations that are open and for lease. I guess that won't last long. I you know what I don't think so, um, but. Um, you know, we're just we're so excited to be here, and just uh, we're going to kind of continue on and and just keep on offering suction to our customers. Well, I've got a text here that says, "Jim, congrats to the Outlet Mall, who, in spite of region red tape, pulled the biggest private construction project off. Considering dirt turning literally happened a year and two weeks ago, worst winter in decades, and we still celebrate job creating success story that will throw off." How many millions in annual property taxes, not to mention millions in sales and income taxes, go out that mall? Sounds like uh, you've got some support from the community, and maybe you won't have be, uh, maybe you'll be a hundred percent, your vacancy rate will be zero soon down there. <laughs> well, well, we hope so, but, but thank you. Thank you very much for having me. All right. You're welcome. Thanks for taking the time on Holiday Monday. That's Brianne Stewart. She's the GM of the Outlet Collection at Niagara. Not sure if this is a strategy at PCL, but when you drive by the place, it looks rammed all the time. Maybe they put all the cars in front so you can see how busy it is. It's like the line at the mansion house on Saturday or Wednesday. There's room inside the bar. You just got to make it look good. Nine zero five six eight eight two five eight two. Go open phones right now. It's eleven fifteen. Approaching eleven sixteen. On a beautiful Victoria Day weekend right here on 610 CKTB. This is the Jim Fannin Show on Niagara's News Talk 610. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text us at 61010. Welcome back. Love cake. Ben's not bad either. Patrick running the board today. Happy Victoria Day. Hope you're doing something really cool with it. Tommy's back tomorrow. And then Larry's off this week. It's roto- a rotation. The pros go out. The substitute teachers come in. Then for Larry, Thursday and Friday this week, 1 to 4, I think. Got a couple of great things planned for it. 
Lee Sterry hit on Dance Dads today. Love that story. One that's close to my heart. Miss Jane down at Ballet, etc. Set a goal. Well, here's the deal. The dads do a dance at the recital. They get in their tutus, they come out, and it's freaking hilarious. These guys train for weeks and weeks and weeks. And if you've ever seen that CH video, it ain't pretty, man. Al Gacknick, buddy of mine, his son Berkey. <laughs> Al is liking that tutu way too much if you look at that video. He's a big man. Which means he's got a bigger tutu, so to speak. So, ballet, etc. does something pretty cool and fun to bring the dads out at the end of the recital. For three shows. I think they do Thursday, uh, Friday, Saturday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Can't remember. It's down at Centennial in Welland. This dance t- studio takes their dancing serious. It's a competitive dance studio. They <laughs> are organized. You've all sat through the painful... You know, recitals, three hours or more, and thought, get me out of here. I can tell you, ballet, etc., you're entertained the whole time. These kids can dance. But the dads are a different story. So Miss Jane starts this dad's dance, and it's, it's, it's absolutely hilarious and hideous at all at the same time. Well, maybe we should try and raise some money for the Walker Cancer Center. Not the Cancer Society. Thank you. Keeping the money local, going to your local One Foundation, Niagara Health System right here in Niagara. So they, all the dance dads start, you know, sponsorship, right? And you can check it on the website, all the different names, and how much they've raised. But you know these guys are competitive, right? Some of these guys run in thousands of dollars each. So they set a goal, hey, let's try and raise ten grand. For the cancer center. Oops. We're already at 12.5. Well, we'll go 15. Oops. 20. 25. 40. $55,000 already in the last few weeks. At just a local dance studio taking something that was just a an embryo as far as an idea goes. And stretching that thing into 50K large. What a great story. And was that Larry from Larry's Rental that was on speaking to it? So some community guys, a community-based business, doing something really special and raising some coin. And they can't, it's a great lesson for the kids that when you send, when you set a goal and then you hit your goal, you have to keep readjusting it. Success breeds more success, and who knows where they're going to end up on this thing. But over fifty k, 55000 I think, at last total. Listening to Lee today, talking to Larry from Larry's Rental. Great story. Well done on you. I hope that turns into a few extra memberships or subscriptions or whatever you call your dancing memberships. Thank you, Ballet, etc., Miss Jane, and all the dancing dads. Check them out on Facebook. Ballet, etc. is the business. Slide down there and drop a check on them. I'm going to all feel good radio today. I'm going to get to some of your texts.
as well here. Oh, Petrowski's on fire. Well, thanks, Petrowski. Andy Petrowski says, just to help your guests, it's about 4 to $5 million a year in combined regional and municipal taxes that that mall is generating for the local infrastructure as far as resources go. Revenue. That's big. 1,500 jobs. Again, on a text. What's going on with the stretch of land on Glendale Avenue? Is it going to be developed? Glendale Avenue. I'm not sure what they're referring to, but I don't have an answer for that one. 905 688 2582. ktb Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network. And text 61010. Easy way to get in. Love the NRP. I'm not the guy that hates cops. I'm a guy that every time I've had an in, you know an encounter with a cop, it's been positive. Tough job. <laughs> We're doing a tour of duty. The brother of mine the other day, and then it you know you can only have a few pints before you're not safe to drive around anymore. So I get a DD to drive my car. I'm like, punch it, hit it, punch it. Drop off my buddy, and we pull up behind a NRP. Well, the NRP does one of those moves where you're following the NRP, and they go down a circle, and they come up behind you. I'm like, wow, we're getting pulled over, but I'm confident. I'm in the passenger seat. <laughs> Lights go on. We pull over. We fumble through 20 insurance slips and find an expired one. Give it to him. <laughs> What's your name, sir? Jim Fannin. Jim Fannin. Yeah, I heard you. I know who you are. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, throw those other slips out. This one's expired. Get going. Thank you. <laughs> My driver wasn't drinking. Don't drink and drive today. Don't drink. Coming up at noon, Mike Schreiner is in. He's coming in by phone. He's the leader of the Green Party of Ontario. He will take your calls. I got a couple questions for him. The first one is, what if you fail to be elected in Guelph? What's that say for the party? And where do you go from there when you're broke? Because that's what's going to happen. Spending all the resources in Guelph. I'm a fan of it if if it gets you elected, but what if it doesn't? So Mike Schreiner will come in, talk about his exclusion from the debates, talk about whatever you want. All that and more right here on 610 CKTB. Do what happens naturally. Or just do what happens naturally. Live from 12th Street in the St. Catharines, this is the Jim Fannin Show on News Talk 610 CKTV. Call anytime, 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network or 61010. And now, Jim Fannin.
Welcome back. I am Jim Fannin. Had an argument. I, uh, I ascertained that the, the album Take Off Your Pants and Jacket was cake. But it's Blink. That, that is Blink-182. Oh, well, a good thing I didn't wager. <laughs> you know, you're, you're having a discussion. You're so convinced. You're like, no, I know this. Mm-hmm. And then you're totally wrong. See, I, I miss the days when you could have those arguments. And, and then, then somebody you, didn't go straight to their phone? Yeah, exactly. Because then you could, you could taunt them for weeks. <laughs> or a couple days, whatever. But at least you had that feeling of, you know, I don't know if they know. But I know that what they don't know. I know what they don't know. Absolutely no thanks to the Mansion House for coming in today. Friesen started them off the other day at his Devon Designs uh, customer appreciation party, which was epic. Wow, what a spread. And what a pad. And Vinyl Flux. These guys were studs straight up. So absolutely no props to the Mansion House for coming in. Stewie said... I'll come in, but we have to talk about Sasquatch and sports. I'm like, Sa- sports for Sasquatch? No, we can talk about sports and Sasquatch. <laughs> Sasquatch. It's the Jim Norrie show. <laughs> I did call him. He was still in the rack. So that's not happening. One day Tommy might be successful at getting them in, though. Local politics has not heated up at all, unless you're Matt Sisko. He seems to be the only one that's hit the ground running. Jim Bradley, the sitting MPP, was caught flat-footed, apparently, and got out of the gate very slow. Sisko, not so. Jenny Stevens, well, good luck, Jenny. Remember the last time Ted Meridian ran for the NDP? You couldn't find a leader. And I think head office blocked his phone call. Blocked his number. They know how to put resources into ridings where they think they can win, and the other ones just go dead. You'll be hanging on the vine. You'll be left. So we all know this is a two-way race. I said before, I think Cisco's got a shot. If he's smart and he plays his cards right, and so far, no blunders. Bradley's vulnerable in this riding for the first time. Well, a couple times he has been, but I find myself shifting and wondering where my loyalties lie. (laughs) Speaking of loyalties lie, Sal comes to my door as a former liberal supporter for Cisco's campaign. I'm like, Sal? Blue Sal. Anything but blue. I say Sal at the door. Why do I feel disloyal by thinking that maybe Cisco might be the guy for this riding, even though I loathe his party and his leaders unelectable? Is it too is it wrong for me to wish secretly, even though I'm going to vote green? If there's a candidate, they're still searching. Thursday at eleven a.m. is cutoffs. Is it wrong for me to think that maybe? The robot that is Matt Sisko right now, and I say robot loving teasing from the standpoint that he's just straight up conservative all the time, singing from the songbook. And I get, I, I understand and respect loyalty. But the leader is not picking good election issues or planks. 
We're looking at a million job planning going, yeah, right, Tim. How's that happen? With your foo-foo dust? You're going to sprinkle that on the economy? But like Rick Dykstra, who I think has been a straight-up stud for this riding, he plays the game, he's very political, he's well-coached, and he's moving up the ranks, different portfolios. I think they think he's a little bit of a stud in, within, even within the party. So is it okay for me to vote against them, but to say, you know what? I'd like to see change in this riding, even if it's a party I loathe. Cut, cut, cut conservatives. <laughs> I love the wind clip. I can sum the conservatives up in three words. Cut, cut, cut. Oh, that's one word. Politicians aren't very good with their arithmetic, apparently. How about we sum up the conservatives with one word? Cut. Million jobs plan. But first, we're going to hack 100,000 jobs from the the public sector. Pick on the teachers. Open up the nurse's contract. (laughs) Sounds like Ray Day's. I will not have a Cisco sign on my lawn. I may not have a Green Party sign on my lawn either, by the sounds of it. And then Vesna has this brilliant idea, the evil genius. I say in loving teasing, the evil genius, because the status quo doesn't want anything to do with this guy. Goes and registers a nay, a, a, a party called None of the Above. What? Don't, shouldn't we have a box on every ballot that says I vote for none of the above? Did you know you can decline your ballot? They give you your ballot. They issue your ballot. You got to jump through all the hoops, show the ID. They give you your ballot, and then you refuse it. You say, I don't spoil the ballot. I refuse to vote for any of these people. But shouldn't we have a... A none-of-the-above box? So that you can say, I vote for none of these turkeys? Well, maybe so. Vesna goes to the province, Elections Ontario, and says, I want to start a party called None-of-the-above party. They go, no. He goes, yeah, you will. No, we won't. Well, I'll sue you, and I'll be in court tomorrow. And five minutes before the judge hears the case, they settle. Okay, you got your name. None of the above party. Have fun with it. 905-688-2582. May and St. Catharines, you're on the Jim Fannin Show for Tom McConnell. Hello. How are you, May? I'm okay. How are you? Good. I just want some insight. How do a person, I mean, you want to be polite, because these representatives will come around. Jim Bradley always comes around, and he's a nice man. But I know it's a lost cause, because whenever you really want to ask a question and you need them, they're never available. Or whoever helps them, just say, we don't know. So how can a person be polite and just wave them away? Mm. (laughs) Because they... They're not going to do anything. It's a lost cause. Are you a voter, May? I. Are you a voter? 
I not I can be. <laughs> you can't be. You can't vote, or you are a voter. I can be a voter. You no, can that's be. what I just want to know. I want to be polite to them, but I don't don't really want them near the. <laughs> Well, I don't know okay. there's a polite way to get a politician off your door other than saying, uh, wrong door, goodbye. That's, yeah. that's polite. That's as polite as a politician because deserves, Because they really I guess. don't do anything. Even if you send to them by someone else, go and check with them. They never, or they don't know the answer. And they come so nicely with their entourage every time when it's voting time. They're bodyguards. So, yeah. So take <laughs> All right, mate, thanks for the call. How do you get a politician off your door? Is it uh, is it the uh, I give blood sticker? Is that what you put on the screen door? Is that is that or is that vampires that t- keeps them away? No. <laughs> I know that my standard clause is usually I've already accepted Jesus as my personal savior. Oh, okay, see you later. <laughs> you want to come in and help me paint? 905-688-2582. Mike Schreiner at the top of the hour at noon. We'll take some more phone calls. Local political scene crawls. We've got some debates coming up, so it's going to heat up a little bit, but it started slow. Take your calls on that and more after this on 610 CKTV. Street in the Garden City, St. Catharines. This is the Jim Fannin Show on News Talk 610 CKTV. Call anytime. 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network or 61010. And now, Jim Fannin. Welcome back. I'm Jim Fannin. A magnificent Monday to you. Happy Victoria Day, May 19th. Live from 12 Yates. It's 1149. Patrick running the board today. Making me sound half decent. A bunch of topics today. We will go open phones, though, for you. Now, 568-2582, you know the digits. On a text. Spooky Noodle, if you're still listening. I know it's George Norrie. It was a joke. The Jim Norrie show, get it? You want to talk Sasquatch and sports. <laughs> I get the reference. Cisco's office is at the Bugsy's Plaza. Just while well, he's asking me. And if you're a temporary resident of St. Catharines to vote, I'm sure Cisco's office could point you in the right direction. Otherwise, you need a returning officer. Spooky Noodle. Johnny, thanks for hitting me up. Talking a little bit of local politics. 
The Green Party's searching. No one in place. Got till 11 o'clock. Thursday morning. A few days. That's it. If you want to run for the Greens. Or the none of the above party. The what? Yeah. The none of the above party. Not nada. It's not short formed. Who wants to just throw their name on a ballot just for a little exposure? I'm running for a party that kind of thumbs their nose at the rest of the political system by saying, we are the none of the above party. I want to jump on this thing or run from it. Kind of pisses me off that you... This is our system. And this is what our citizens are pushed to, to try and make a difference. Because the political system right now is just broken. It's designed for two parties. And now, with four or five parties, at least four that take significant votes usually, like, I mean, anything around 5%, I think, is pretty significant. But shouldn't, as a small party, if you get 5% of the votes, shouldn't you should be rewarded with 5% of the seats in the House and be part of the, the coalition that solves some of the problems? First past the post is causing voter apathy, keeping people from the polls. When you're under 50% of voter turnout, you've got a serious problem with democracy. I like how the people say, well... You can't bitch if you don't vote. Well, no. Evidently, you can. And we do. And all of a sudden, the Greens, who used to champion electoral reform, I mean, when I campaigned for the Greens, how do you solve the problem? It doesn't matter what the problem is. Electoral reform. Proportional representation. Having majority governments with 37% of the popular vote is not democracy. It's a horse race that's fixed. When 60, 63% of the electorate that actually casts a ballot votes for someone else, you shouldn't be rewarded a majority government to jam us without a kiss first. Mike Schreiner's coming up at noon. We'll talk to him a little bit about why the Korean parties kind of shift gears. That used to be my number one plank. Reform the electoral process. We've got proportional representation all over the world. Canada, United States, and Great Britain, I think, are one of the last remaining three democracies that still use this outdated system. And if you have five significant vote-getters in a riding, no, seriously... If everyone gets 20%, what are you telling me somebody could win the seat with 20% plus one vote? If you have five parties, and they're all right around 20 points, you could have someone elected in a riding where 80% of the people voted against that candidate, and they get the seat. That's first past the post. And the big three don't want to touch this. I'm begging. Tim Hudak, turn your campaign around on a dime. Jump on one of these R's. Reform, recall, referendum. Only because, Tim, what have you got to lose? The de- the do- and I'm using finger quotes. The new Democratic Party is hardly Democratic. They don't want to touch electoral reform. 
spend, spend, spend. The problem with the NDP's fiscal plan is that it depends on an ever-expanding economy. It doesn't plan for recession. Strangely enough, the Green Party's fiscal plans are one of the most sustainable and solid plans out there. Less income taxes, more resource consumption taxes. If you burn and bury, you pay. If you are clean and green, you get a financial benefit. Get the prices right. Full cost accounting, triple bottom line, whatever you call it. When you buy a product, you pay for its disposal at the at the cash register. Sounds simple. Term limits. Would somebody give me a three-term term limit on these guys so I don't have to worry about them getting entrenched at the trough and getting fat on our tax dollars? If you can't get it done in three terms, then run for someone else, run for a different level, get your ass out. We're done with you. My not-so-humble personal opinion. I've had an idea in this community to run a slate of candidates. A loosely worded three-point plan where you can get a guy like Peter Secord and Jeff Birch running for the same position of mayor to both sign on it. Whether it's municipal, regional, provincial, or federal, something like, yeah, let's reform our political system. Let's give the electorate a recall mechanism. Kind of scary. How about referendum? How about citizen-initiated policy? They have referendum out west. They make it very difficult. What, you need 10,000 signatures in 90 days or more than that? I can't remember. We could talk to Dana Larson about that from Sensible BC. He's been trying to get weed legalized out in BC. Dalton McGinty brought us a a referendum on proportional representation electoral reform, but then bailed out on it and scared everyone off. Voting for the old line parties that got you into this mess is not going to fix the problem. Maybe that's all you can do. Decline your ballot. Vote for the none of the above party if you can in your area. And they're searching. But none, none of the above party is looking for a candidate in St. Catharines. I thought Petrowski would be a natural fit. He loves all those three R's. Reform, recall, referendum, responsibility. Hello. We all campaign on open democratic government, and then they get in there and they shut the place down. Thank you, Stephen Harper. More women. Minorities. Need more voices at the table. First past the post does not accomplish that. It just keeps the old boys in power forever. So they're not going to change the system. And like I said, the few times that I've got to be in Andrea Horvath's ear, I just try and say, you know what? Be the Democratic Party. It's in your name. Jack Layton wasn't very democratic either. Remember when Jack Layton said, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about the Green Party being included in the debate. I'm kind of new at this. What? Not very democratic. Pick it up. Speaking of picking it up, Mike Schreiner's going to pick me up next. He's the leader of the Green Party of Ontario. He comes in after the news at noon right here on 610 CKTB. I just wish-
12-8 Street in the Garden City, St. Catharines. This is the Jim Fannin Show on News Talk 610 CKTV. Call anytime. 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network or 61010. And now, Jim Fannin. Jack White, Rob Huffman running the board now. Welcome aboard, brother. How's Genius board up. Very well today. The caffeine's wearing off. Spooky, spooky drug. 905-688-2582. Talk of politics. Mike Schreiner is the leader of the Green Party of Ontario. Mike, thanks for taking time out of your holiday schedule today to talk to us. Hey, it's my pleasure. Always always a pleasure to talk with you, Jim. Yeah, now, you know I'm a big fan of the Greens and yours specifically, but you don't get a free ride. It's not all propaganda green radio over here. So the hard questions first. Okay, fire away. Tell me about putting all the eggs in Guelph. You're kind of taking a page out of the Elizabeth May book, I think. What happens if you're not successful, both financially for the party and as your leadership aspirations? Well, I think basically the members of our party said to me, Mike, we really need uh, a voice at Queen's Park. You're making a huge difference, and the Green Party's making a huge difference in terms of affecting public policy, even without a seat at Queen's Park. But for us to really take it take it up to another level, we need a voice at Queen's Park. We need a voice for honesty, integrity, and good public policy. And so, you know, I listened to our members and supporters, and... We've designed a strategy that's really focused on electing one or two Greens. Uh, we're targeting Guelph, where we're pulling very strongly, and also stuff in Caledon, where we're pulling very strongly as well. Now, what happens should you not be successful? Do you think your leadership may be vulnerable at that point? Well, I think at that point, it's you know our members make that decision. Um, the Green Party is a grassroots party. Our our members determine our policies and the people who hold positions in the party, and so I leave that up to them. What's the status of the GPO Constitution? Do you have mandatory leadership review, or is it the same old thing? We do. We do. We have a mandatory leadership review after every election. But not a mandatory con- uh, contest, right? So is it the same old thing that you get 75% of the vote at the AGM and you're good to go? Yeah, so it's basically uh, if three-quarters of our members support the, the job I'm doing, uh, then I can continue in that job. Uh, and so, you know, we'll, right now I'm really focused on the election and I'll worry about the post-election stuff after June 12th. That's a great answer. But tell me a little bit about the Greens are supposed to be one of the most democratic parties out there. Elizabeth May gets elected, and I know it's talking about another party in the GPC, gets elected in 2006, changes the constitution from mandatory leadership contest to 75% of the vote, she's going to ride that leadership until she's good and ready to get out. She's the star. Talk to me about the lack of dem- democracy of ne- never had a leadership review for years and years and years if the, if the, you know, the membership is happy with the current leadership. Well, I mean, I, I can't speak for the Green Party of Canada's um, constitution. I mean, that's really up to the 
members of the Green Party of Canada. I can tell you after the 2011 election, uh, the Green Party of Ontario conducted uh, mandatory leadership review. Our members voted on my leadership, and I certainly wanted them to vote on my leadership, Jim. I mean, I, I don't want to be leader of the party unless our members support my leadership, and I received a 92% approval rating. And so I decided, you know what, that's a pretty strong mandate, and I'm going to keep working really hard to build the Green Party of Ontario, and we're successfully doing that. Mike Schreiner is my guest. He's the leader of the Green Party of Ontario. Mike, you've kind of gone away. I know electoral reform is still in your platform. I mean, when I ran as a candidate, I think the last time was on 08. Uh, Every issue can be drawn back to our broken electoral system, I believe. And tell me why it's kind of been buried in your platform. It's not front and center. It's one of the main planks. Well, we're, we're still, as you can imagine, the Green Party of Ontario is still very, very strong supporters of proportional representation. Um, I talk about it whenever I get the opportunity to, and so I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity. I mean, we want every vote to count. So, And I think this is of interest to every single voter in the province. So if you're a conservative voter and you live in downtown Toronto, you know, oftentimes you have the feeling your vote doesn't count because you know those writings usually go liberal or NDP. And so if we had PR, your vote would count. Or likewise, if you're a liberal living in rural Ontario in a, in a riding that's non-conservative for the last hundred years, you know, you justifiably don't think your vote counts. And so proportional representation would ensure that your vote counts. And so the Green Party will continue to keep pushing for electoral reform so that every vote counts in Ontario. Well, tell me about your platform. What are the three key planks? I know uh, the merging of the four school boards, and some people call it two, but I guess we've got French and English Catholic and public, so there's four there. I know the the word being uh, advertised is $1.6 billion a year. That's a lot of chicken. Absolutely. So, Jim, our, our primary objective is to bring honesty, integrity, and good public policy to Queen's Park. When I'm knocking on doors and talking to people in coffee shops and just on the street, a lot of people are saying they're tired of the liberal scandals, the whole moving of the gas plants and deleting of the emails and, you know, orange and e-health and all that. But they're also tired of political gains and the magic mask that's coming from the two opposition parties. And so we've designed a platform that is just real honest with people. We're saying, you know what, you know, we're not going to form government. Uh, and so we're not going to pretend like we're going to form government. But we believe we can elect one, two, maybe three green MPPs. And we have nine demands that we think are realistic under three priorities, which is jobs, kids, and the environment. And I would say under our jobs plan, the policy that's getting the most uh, attention is the fact that we're calling for lowering payroll taxes on small businesses. You know, the liberals and the conservatives are really focused on uh, corporate loopholes and corporate tax cuts on big Bay Street corporations. Uh, If that would solve our jobs crisis, we wouldn't have a jobs crisis because we already now have some of the lowest Bay Street corporate tax rates in in all of North America. So why not stand up for, you know, the the business person on Main Street who is creating the job by uh, doubling the employer health tax exemption so they can double the number of jobs they create without having to pay taxes on those jobs. In terms of our kids, we're deeply concerned about the state of education in Ontario, the fact that I think the education minister should be ashamed of the fact that half the principals in Ontario are sending children with special needs home from school early because our schools don't have the resources to serve them. We're closing neighborhood and rural schools. We have 
a number of people concerned about uh, fairness issues and human rights issues in our school system. And so we're saying we can address all of that by merging the best of the Catholic and public system into one single public system with French and English boards. Independent studies suggest that that could save up to $1.6 billion that could be invested back into our kids' classrooms. That will benefit children who are currently in Catholic schools because it's more resources for their classrooms and the teachers in those schools, and it will benefit students who are currently in public schools and the teachers teaching in those schools because it needs more resources for our classrooms. And then finally, in terms of our environment, I'm deeply concerned that we're losing 365 acres of farmland every day in Ontario, which is the size of the city of Toronto on an annual basis. We're just not going to be able to feed ourselves if this continues, and it also threatens the largest employer in the province, which is the food and farming sector, over 740,000 jobs. And so I'm proud to say I'm the only political leader in Ontario who has signed the Food and Water First Pledge to protect Class 1 farmland and source water regions, and I'm going to continue to challenge the other three leaders to make that commitment as well. Mike Schreiner is my guest. He's the leader of the Green Party of Ontario. After this break, we'll talk more with him about what he's going to do. Can he get back into debates? What he's doing to handle the fact that he's been excluded from the leaders' debates? Is this better pub than actually being on the debate? Everyone talking about the lack of democracy of not including the Greens? Talk a little bit about individual donations, the budget of the GPO headed into this. And we got a couple callers, too. So hang on the line. Mike Schreiner will take your calls. 905-688-2582. I'm Jim Fannin, in for Tom McConnell right here on 610 CKTV. Street in the Garden City, St. Catharines. This is the Jim Fannin Show on News Talk 610 CKTV. Call anytime. 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network or 61010. And now, Jim Fannin. Arctic Monkeys sound a lot like the Black Keys. Thanks, Huffman. Pulling up some good bumpers. Usually we go with obscure, unheard of, vicious beats, but these guys getting some pub, man. Playing soon, too. Arctic Monkeys. 
Mike Schreiner is the leader of the Green Party of Ontario. Thanks again, Mike. Tell me how you're handling the exclusion from the debates. How important is it that you get on the debates? Can you get yourself on them now, or is it done deal? Well, we're still trying to get ourselves into the debates. I mean, we're calling for a democratic debate. Uh, and the public outcry about the Green Party being excluded from the debate has been a bit overwhelming. And so we've actually launched a petition now at letmikespeak.ca. And I've noticed that there are citizens just out on their own uh, through various websites launching petitions as well. Um, I can tell you that I have been invited by a number of food and farming organizations to participate in a debate that Steve Pakin has agreed to uh, moderate on rural issues. I'm glad you said that. Steve Pakin thinks that you could be a game changer with this one plank of merging your school boards together. I got a lot of time for Steve Pakin, and I got a call on the phone here. Greg Vesna is no stranger to Steve Pakin as well. You know, how important was it that he wrote that article saying, maybe this is the game changer right here? Well, you know, I think he's obviously an astute observer of Ontario politics. And, uh, and also fair, too. I mean, the TVO has given the Green Party fair coverage. I mean, certainly not as much as the three parties with uh, seats in the legislature, but I think uh, the TVO agenda has been very fair to the Green Party. And just so you know, I have accepted um, the invitation to participate in a rural debate. I don't know if the other three leaders have accepted that invitation. Um, but from my perspective, you know, whether the Green Party is included in the debates or not, that, that is an issue that should be driven by the public. Um, I'm not taking the lead in that. I'm certainly speaking out on the fact that I think we need democratic debate, but that's really up to the public to determine. And the only thing I'm calling for is just open, transparent, and fair rules so the rules of the game are not set behind closed doors. Mike Schreiner is my guest. He's the leader of the Green Party of Ontario. A couple texts here for you, Mike. The title song for the new election should be, quote, everybody's got something to hide except me and my monkey. Okay, Dan. Uh, voting in elections is similar to voting on WWE wrestling. And then from Councillor Petrowski, you got to ask Schreiner his thoughts on none of the above. Does he consider them legit? Jim, don't miss this opportunity. So with that said, I'll go to Greg Vesna is on the phone. Greg, you got a question for Mike? Well, I, I totally agree with Mike about uh, about the media coverage and the exception that TVO is. I mean, not only are the Greens kept off the main debates, but Rogers Cable all over the province actually staged the riding debates before nominations even opened in many ridings. So if you're a registered party, you can pre-register candidates, and all the media knows about you. But if you're a new party, it's illegal to register candidates. You only have a seven-day window, and the broadcasters that have to provide equitable coverage stage and tape debates before you can even nominate yourself, and then they run them for the next three weeks. And you can bet that if the farmers are inviting Mike Schreiner to one of their debates, that the three, the big three parties will just not show up. Well, yes, and look, let's, th- th- these rules do not belong with the broadcasters. These rules are found in the Canada Elections Act, uh, in the Ontario Elections Act, the Election Finance Act. And not the, the debate rules, Act. aren't? Yes, they are. They say that partisan programming must be provided in equitable basis to all parties or candidates, or it's a campaign expense. Wow. Yeah, and I would just add to the point Greg's made here is that, particularly for the local Rogers debates, it shouldn't just be the Green Party we're talking about, including it should be all registered political parties who have nominated candidates who have met the 
Elections Ontario requirements to be a registered candidate should have the opportunity to speak out as well. Well, exactly. And so how can, you know, the major parties are involved in all of these debates uh, and none of the other parties are getting equitable treatment. And therefore, the value of the TV time is a campaign contribution and it's more than $750. So it's an illegal contribution. I can tell you that after this campaign is over, there is going to be a massive assault, a legal assault on the legitimacy of the, of the election of candidates. There'll be complaints about illegal contributions by broadcasters and media, and I can tell you that I'll spend the next 10 years going to the Supreme Court trying to bust this up once and for all. And the most interesting thing of all, and Mike knows about this, is the Supreme Court has knocked out virtually every restriction federally on smaller parties. You used to need 15% of the vote to get a subsidy, you still do in Ontario. Supreme Court made it 2%. Uh, Harper tried to challenge the election spending rules. Supreme Court said no, they're valid. Any rules that help people make an informed vote and allows parties to challenge the status quo is the most important thing of all. The Supreme Court even said that the political culture that we have today is not constitutionally protected. There's nothing in the Constitution that protects the old line parties, and nor should it. So, you know, we're the most beautiful country on earth, and we have the, the chance to show people how much even better we can be, how, how you know, Elections Canada used to go around the world and, 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 and be involved in elections, and they look to us, and now you have a more democratic election in Russia than you have in Ontario. Yeah, and the other thing is, is it's so important to have not just the Green Party, but other, other parties out there speaking out, and in particular because you have People who are running because they're so passionate about the issue and they want to talk about how to create a better Ontario. And I may not always agree with them, but I certainly admire their passion when people put themselves out there uh, to talk about what's important to them and their communities, uh, even though it's a hard road to getting elected. But you've got to admire passion and the integrity people bring to the table. Yeah, Mike, I just want to get your take on Greg's none of the above party. I mean, is this yeah. a, just a symptom of uh, 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 an electoral process that's broken for a guy like Greg? And, I, you know, I accused him the other day on the radio of going away from the party he loves. I mean, he's loved many parties as a supporter and a, and a candidate and an advisor. Do you think this is just, you know, a symptom of a broken electoral process? Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, I, I'm hearing at the doorsteps and coffee shops and just walking down the street. I've had so many people come up to me and say, you know, Mike, politics is broken. Uh, we're tired of the scandals that are happening at Queen's Park. We're tired of the uh, magical math and almost fairy tale politics that is taking place among the three major parties. I thought Martin Red Khan's uh, uh, op-ed in the Toronto Star a couple of days ago you know, comparing the three parties to almost to Harry Potter um, is a sign that our, our system is broken. It needs fixed. It's one of the reasons I've been emphasizing with the Green Party platform that we're really about bringing honesty, integrity, good public policy to Queen's Park. It's why I, you know, I'm, one of the biggest compliments I've received so far on our nine priorities is that it's a no BS zone. And, and um, <laughs> that's the kind of politics I want to bring to the table. And and whether people choose to vote none of the above or they choose to vote Green Party or they choose to vote for one of the other registered parties, I'm really encouraging people to get out and vote um, because we certainly don't want to have another election where less than 50% of the population votes. 
Mike Schreiner is my guest. He's the leader of the Green Party of Ontario. We're going to hold you through the news. Mike, get another uh, phone call out and any questions you've got for him right here on 610 CKTB. City, St. Catharines. This is the Jim Fannin Show on News Talk 610 CKTV. Call anytime. 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network or 61010. And now, Jim Fannin. Dance party breaks out in studio. Solid bumpers. Thanks, Rob Huffman, running the board. The phone with me is the leader of the Green Party of Ontario, Mike Schreiner. Mike, thanks again for taking the time. It's holiday Monday. I really get that you're a busy guy, so thank you very much. Oh, hey, my pleasure. It's such a beautiful, sunny day here in Guelph where I'm calling in from, and I'm looking forward to getting out and knocking on doors. Oh, Don, see, now you're just straight up lying. There's not a politician in the world that looks forward to knocking on doors. As a Green Party you know, leader, you gotta be you got to be more interested in cash and checks than knocking on doors, bro. Hey, you know what? I love knocking on doors, and, and I say that with all honesty and sincerity um, because I just I enjoy talking to people. Like, what other job do I get the opportunity to meet hundreds and thousands of people uh, and to talk about what, what's important to them. Mike, talk to me a little bit about the budget of the GPO for this election compared to the other parties. What are you looking to spend this time around? Yeah, so, uh, well, I mean, as a party. Less, <laughs> substantially less than the other parties. Yeah. I can guarantee you that. I mean, we're looking at our, you know, our annual budget somewhere between four hundred five hundred thousand dollars $500,000, which, you know, it, you know, one of, one of the big buses for one of the mainstream parties is well over a hundred thousand, so that gives you a little bit about of what we're up against. But you know what we what we lack in funding resources, we make up for in passion and dedication. And we have an amazing and just passionate group of volunteers who and candidates who are working incredibly hard uh, to get our message out. And I can tell you, it is definitely resonating with people. Um, people are saying, you know what, we need more honesty, integrity, and good public policy at Queen's Park and in the political debate. And so that's what the Green Party is putting on the table. So have you got a ballpark for what the GPO is going to spend uh, centrally in this party? Oh, just what I said to you, somewhere between 400 and 500. Oh, okay. I thought you said that yeah, it was yeah. your annual budget, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. So that so that will, that will includes our annual budget, and most of that will be spent on the campaign. Oh, okay. I got you. Now yeah. talk to me about your candidate search. I know we're still looking down here in St. Catharines. We've had a few candidates uh 
almost take the handshake and then decide not to run. How's it going? Are you going to run a full slate? And what's the picture look like in St. Catharines? Yeah, so we will be announcing a candidate in St. Catharines very soon. Um, all of our other Niagara region uh, candidates are nominated and in place. Okay, good. And we will have a full slate of candidates uh, running in every riding across the province. Uh, we think it's very important that every person in Ontario have the opportunity to vote green and send that message to Queen's Park that politics as usual has to change. I would agree with that. On a text, i got a, message, a question for you here. Yeah. Rule... Uh, re-rule debate. Does Mike support a local municipality's right to oppose a corporate wind farm within their jurisdiction? So I, um, well, first of all, no, no energy project is completely decided by uh, local municipalities, whether it's gas plant, nuclear plant, wind farm, whatever. I certainly don't um, support the way in which the Liberals have uh, put forward and implemented green energy. I think we need more local decision-making and local participation in green energy projects. I've been advocating having us follow the example of Denmark, where Denmark requires 20% local ownership before a green energy project moves forward. So that way you've got local buy-in and you ensure that financial benefits uh, flow to local communities. And so that's something I've been pushing hard for the Ontario government to adopt um, that best practice out of Denmark. So then I guess specifically, if the province decides that Wayne Fleet should be an unwilling host of a corporate wind farm, uh, I guess that takes it out of the municipality's uh, power to say, you know what, not in my backyard. It does. um, But I will have to say that having the local ownership requirement uh, as part of the discussion uh, and as part of a requirement to move forward, is critically important to um, to ensuring local buy-in and and benefit. Mike Schreiner is my guest. He's the leader of the Green Party of Ontario. Mike, I know you've kind of picked a, uh, I think, a strategic plank with the school board issue. Uh, what do you think you've picked up as far as a topic and made a main plank of your platform that the other parties won't touch? Well, I mean, it's interesting that all three of the other parties always run around and say how much they support small businesses, but yet none of them are calling for lowering payroll taxes on small businesses, which I think is the best policy to put forward out there to support job creation in our local communities and to support small business. And so I'm shocked that none of the other parties are talking about lowering payroll taxes on small businesses. Um, I think given the fact that we are having... Uh, a funding crisis in education. You know, once again, the fact that you know half the principals in Ontario are sending children with special needs home uh, without because we, our schools don't have the resources to take care of them. Uh, I'm surprised that none of the other parties are willing to take take up the issue of merging our school boards and ensuring that we prioritize investment in in our kids' classrooms. And I'm really shocked, given what an outcry there has been provincially uh, around people mobilizing against the megacory in Melanchthon Township, uh, the concerns that so many people are expressing around the growth of subdivisions and the loss of prime farmland, that none of the other three leaders have been willing to sign the Food and Water First Pledge to protect Ontario's Class 1 farmland and source water region. And so those are three signature issues we've put out there around jobs, uh, improving our kids' education, and protecting um, our food and water sources. 
that I think are no-brainers, and I'm shocked that the other three parties haven't supported those. Mike, I really appreciate your time. What do you think it takes for, I don't know if, what do you call it, the tipping point or a paradigm shift where people stop thinking of the Green parties as a a fringe party and stop voting strategically and and just say, you know what, I'm voting Green this time around no matter what? Well, I think the election of Elizabeth May three years ago is is just set the example for people. I mean, Elizabeth made such a huge difference in Ottawa. She's one of my heroes. Uh, And so that then led to the election of Andrew Weaver as the Green Party of BC's first MLA. Bruce Heyer now has gone from being an independent to joining the Green Caucus in Ottawa. He's from Thunder Bay. So I think that actually is is, uh, enabling the paradigm shift now that people are saying, wow, Greens can get elected. We can stop voting for what we're afraid of and start voting for the Ontario that we want. So that's what I'm really encouraging uh, people to do. If, if you are sick of the political games, if you are sick of the, the scandals and the mystical thinking and the magic math and the unfunded promises, uh, you do have a fourth choice, and that choice is the Green Party. And we will go to Queen's Park and clean up the mess and bring honesty, integrity, and good public policy to Queen's Park. Great segue. So let's say you're writing a book. And uh, you're the Hollywood uh, uh, writer. You get to write the fairy tale of the Mike Schreiner story. And I would imagine it goes something like this. The next election, Greens form a majority government saying, you know, if we're living that dream, that Hollywood movie, then what's the first thing your majority government does as a policy that changes everything when they get into power? Well, I, I mean, basically, I've told you our top three priorities. Which well, I'm is, looking for you to say you're going to reform the way we elect these turkeys. <laughs> that electoral I, reform changes I was, everything. I was actually going to, you beat me to it, Jim. You have my three top priorities around jobs, kids, and the environment. Right, and, and they have to be the topical. Thing we and, have to do, yeah. The thing we have to do is we have to reform our democracy. And so a couple of things that I think are critically important to that. One is proportional representation. I want every vote to count. I want to see voter turnout increase in Ontario. And the other one is, is Democracy Watch has been advocating a truth and politics law that I would like to see implemented in Ontario as well, just so we have more honest debate in our politics so people can make better and more informed decisions. Mike Schreiner, really appreciate your time on the phone today. i got to get you off the phone so you can go out and hammer on some doors. Just tell all our listeners today how they get a hold of the Green Party, where they can find the platform, and how they can get a hold of you, just in case they want to send you some cake. Yeah, so you can go to gpo.ca, at our platform's there. You can contact me through my own website, mikeschreiner.ca. You can follow me on Twitter, Mike Schreiner, M-I-K-E-S-C-H-R-E-I-N-E-R. You can always connect with me through Facebook and other social media uh, venues as well. And you can send me an email uh, to leader at gto.ca. And um, I do know I've, I've been told by people doing independent analysis of social media that I believe I'm the, the one political leader who does actively respond to people's questions on Twitter. So please send me your questions. Um, I'm, I'm getting a lot of questions, so I'm doing the best I can to respond. I do run my own Twitter feed. I don't have handlers doing it for me, but I'll respond as quickly as I can to your questions. Mike, I really appreciate it. Good luck out there today. Don't get too much sun, and uh, we'll check in with you as the election progresses a little bit about how you're making out. Thanks, Jim. Always a pleasure.
My pleasure. My pleasure. Mike Schreiner is the leader of the Green Party of Ontario. Bright guy. He was at the head of the local food movement decades ago. Before we knew what a 100-mile dialect was, Mike Schreiner was in the business of local food. He's a businessman, well-educated, cuts a good image up there, having a hard time getting some media. I'm talking about Elizabeth May, elected three years ago, and how that's affected the opinion of most of the electorate or some of the electorate seeing the Green Party as a fringe candidate. What happened to Elizabeth freaking May? Media darling she was supposed to be. Elizabeth, you've been on the clock for months. Don't tell me you don't have time to call my show. What up? EFM. Get into the show, man. Woman. That's my political take. And I can't hit the garbage can. Now to five six eight eight two five eight two. We'll go out on a light note. Take your calls if you have any. One eight seven seven six ten CKTB pound six ten on the Bell Mobility Network. Text six ten ten. I got a couple of those to get to when we get back. Last segment of TMC show. He's back tomorrow. I'm Jim Fannin. This is six ten CKTB. Afraid lose control. Caught up in this world. I've wasted time. I've wasted breath. I think I've brought myself to death. I was born without this fear. Now only this seems clear. I need to move. I need to fight. I need to lose myself tonight. From 28th Street in the Garden City, St. Catharines, this is the Jim Fannin Show on News Talk 610 CKTV. Call anytime, 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network or 61010. And now, Jim Fannin. Welcome back. I am Jim Fannin, covering for TMC today. Pleasure to come in for Tommy. While he's in the basement, that's what we call on vacation. That's what I call it. My thanks to my guest today, Mike Schreiner. That was a great conversation. Greg Vesna, who's become a listener of the station all the way from Mississauga. I appreciate that. Coming in with some input. Green Party platform, what it's like to be excluded from the debate, how much money they're spending, his whole annual budget going towards the election. Vez coming out this week and asking Elections Ontario to reserve the name none of the above as a political party. Getting a little static, being told no, threatening a lawsuit, and then getting his wish. They settled. You can have it. At least this time around. I'm sure they'll change the election law so that this name 
is prohibited next time around. Maybe he's grandfathered in now that he's in. I don't know. Thanks to my guests. Thanks to Ballet, etc. doing a huge job, raising $55,000 already. Awesome. Nice job. Teased a little bit earlier. I'm going on a quality of life campaign. Niagara has a quality of life that we don't promote enough. I think Niagara's got a little bit of identity crisis. No, we can't do it. No, we're broke. No, we're over-governed. I think we need to spend more time, and some of the candidates I've convinced, I've suggested that they should make campaign, this quality of life campaign, something that's front and center in their their platforms. People don't want to hear about a million jobs. Come on, Tim. You don't have the market on foo-foo dust. You don't have a magic wand. Don't tell us you're going to bring in a million new jobs. And ooh, er, yeah, and we're going to have to hack a hundred thousand from the public sector. I'm all for efficiencies. I'm all for less red tape, less duplication. But that's just throwing that's just throwing planks out there, hoping that. What is it they say? You throw enough something at the wall, some of it's got a stick. So, I think we need to talk a little bit about quality of life in the Niagara region and what we have to offer, and I mean a big campaign, I mean a PR campaign, marketing outside the region. Toronto's a huge market. We are the next bedroom community. Go will be here soon. They can't say no to go forever. Well, it seems like forever they've been saying no to go. Because it's just not a huge market down here. 400,000 people. The media obviously not making transit one of their huge election issues. And for that matter, it's not an issue with most of the electorate either. We all drive cars. A huge thing for quality of life, though, is effective, efficient, reliable public transportation. People don't want to use their car to get to Toronto. They want to jump on a train, get home and back with less aggravation and minimal ease. Maximum ease. (laughs) You know, the story around town that's been coming down from most of our politicians is it's broken. It's not working, both at the region and the municipal levels, and our business community has been guilty of chirping this as well for a long time. It's old, it's tired, and it's not helping. Stop it. We don't need to change the way our governance model is set up. Talk about another issue that will polarize the community. Don't we have enough of them already? I'm not the guy that says, let's all just have a big group hug. you got to talk about the the problems before you can bring a solution forward and create a remedy. So I get that. You can't fix a problem if you don't know it exists, so we have to talk about that. But just that being the script coming from our local politicians and business communities 
filters right down to the front porches and our lips. We're overgoverned. Manufacturing's dead. Taxes are too high. Government doesn't listen. The bottom line is, where else can you find a three-bedroom brick bungalow a block from the lake for around 200000 bucks? Well, right here in St. Catharines. You know, 10 minutes down the highway, that thing's 300000 And then four, and then five. We can market ourselves as whatever. Let's just pick something. Retirement community? Okay. Let's get ready to service it. Bedroom community? All right. We need a strong downtown. We need good leadership. And that means better candidates running. Better quality candidates. Until we get a mechanism where you have citizen-initiated policy, it's all up to the candidates. And you can help. There's a couple of political parties that are still looking for candidates. You have till Thursday at 11 o'clock. I wouldn't wait that late. 25 signatures is all you need to become a political candidate in your riding. Greens are still looking. Mike Schreiner said he'll be announcing something soon for St. Catharines. And the none of the above party, I would love, I'm not sure they get my vote, but I would love to take a picture of that ballot. Is that illegal? I think I took a picture of my last ballot. I don't think you're allowed to take a picture of the ballot, but I sometimes sneak it in when I'm in there. Figure who's going to see. We don't screen you for phones on the way in. Only reason I took a picture of the ballot is because it had my ex beside my name. (laughs) And I wanted to prove to Jennifer Meridian that I actually voted for her. So I sent her a text. Maybe she'll be the next candidate. Thanks for your time today. I appreciate the callers picking me up. Thanks to Patrick Smolarek for running the board all morning for Lee and myself. And then Rob Huffman is in now. Making us look good. Thanks for the participation on the show. No, I don't know if the buses go to the new mall on Glendale. If they don't, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Communism is looking better every day. <laughs> That's the genius text of the day. I am Jim Fannin. Tom McConnell's back tomorrow. Coming up next is the best of the Larry Fedoric show. And then Lee Sterry and I fill in for the rest of the week with Larry, I think. For Larry. Bunch of best stuff coming up. Thanks for listening. I'm Jim Fannin. I'm out. <laughs>